Right, all right. It's Real Life, Real Equity with your hosts, Justin and Keisha Brooks. Welcome to the show. Our goal is to share with you real life examples of entrepreneurs showing in both life and business. As real estate investors, our mission is to model, educate, and inspire you to act by sharing easy to implement tools, ideas, and information to add more worth to your net worth, more cash to your cash flow, helping you achieve your goals in less time. That's right. Since we have grown with real life, real equity, we have learned from our listening audience and our guests that entrepreneurship is full of trials, tribulations, and resilience. With that being said, we are going to email all of our listeners a free copy of the book, Resilience, Turning Your Setback Into a Comeback. This book is full of powerful testimonies from unstoppable super achievers sharing their stories of resilience. With it being endorsed by Brian Tracy and Tom Ziegler, the entrepreneurs, NFL players, speakers, and authors in the book will share with you their firsthand accounts of how resilience put them on the path to success. It's simple. Send us an email to resilience at realliferoequity.com. Remember, we want to keep it real when others don't. That's the name of the game. We want to show real life examples, real problems, real solutions, real life, real equity. Welcome to the show. All right. All right. Welcome back to Real Life Real Equity with your hosts, Justin and Keisha Brooks. Hello. Hello. We are super excited. I'm coming off of this Real Estate Guys 2019 Summit at Sea. And oh my God, I've tried to record this podcast now three times and (laughs) it just, I mean, it just won't come out because the level of insight, the level of knowledge, the level of connectivity and networking you gain from these events, not these events, this event. Mm, Yeah. It's unbelievable. (laughs) It's unbelievable. It's, it's one of those once in a lifetime experiences that you are fortunate enough to be able to experience every year if you choose. Even as you tell it, you still have to be there. Yeah, I mean, so that was one of the things that I'm, I'm notorious for. So if I go to an event by myself, and we'll talk about that here in a minute, but if I go to an event by myself and I come home, I always teach Keisha and vice versa, Keisha teaches me what it is we learn because that's one of the, that's part of that cone of learning that Robert Kiyosaki always talks about. Being able to teach something gives you a level of understanding that you don't normally gain from just receiving. Right. When you're able to teach something, that's when you know you've internalized it. Right. Uh, Robert Kiyosaki says something real interesting on the cruise this time, though. He said, you need to be able to say exactly what the author is trying to say. You don't need to put your spin on it. You just need to say what the author is saying and it allows you to get into the state of what the author is saying. Wow. It's something you say that because I don't know if you recall this, but year two in our marriage, Justin and I sat with a counselor and he was talking about how we need to understand one another and Mm -hmm. communicate back to the person exactly what was said. Not necessarily, you know, trying to change it. it or put your spin on it, but understand what that person is saying so that way we were able to communicate better and effectively. No, I don't remember that, but uh, that's okay. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, it's all good. But, it, you know, you hear things like say exactly what the author is saying so that you can get into that state of mind that the author is, is trying to get you to experience. You read the book a different way. Yeah. You start to read books differently. And Now, when I read a book, I read it trying to understand what the author is telling me, not necessarily reading it 
so that I can put my own spin on it. Mm, that's really good. So just kind of give you a recap. I want to give you some highlights of what I learned on the cruise. Hopefully to give you some insight. Now, a little backstory. Keisha and I were both supposed to go on this cruise, right? Yes, we were. Um, but we found out after we signed up that she wasn't going to be able to go. We had to change some things up. And, uh, you know, now we have a four month old baby. Correct. And, uh, and it was tough. I won't even lie and say it wasn't tough. It was a tough decision to go. I felt guilty. I felt bad for going. You know, and I didn't want to leave my family for that long. There's some things I learned at this conference that reiterates exactly why we're different. And I'm okay with the idea that I took a cruise for the benefit of the family. And I'd even venture to say that Keisha is okay with you know, me taking a cruise without her for the benefit of the family. Yes, it, it was a tough decision, but knowing that was the goal, no three matter what, ago. three years ago, that was the goal that we had set was for us to attend this summit. And in this situation, literally, I probably was already pregnant and didn't know it Yeah. Um, prior to us signing up and having to let Justin go and be the hedge for us right it was it was something that we agreed to and we stuck to and we didn't let anything else detour us from that wow that's powerful and that's something else we learned in the in the cruise not allowing somebody else's opinion of what you're trying to do influence you following through to the end that's a hard pill to swallow yes robert kiyosaki said be willing to pay the price for who you are that's a heavy statement wow you know, if you are a person who likes to eat a lot, be willing to pay the price for that. If you're a person who is mean all the time, be willing to pay the price for that. Right. If you're a person who's overly nice, be willing to pay the price for that. There is a price for everything. Yeah, just remember that everything that glitters isn't gold. You know, be willing to pay the price for who it is you are. And, and with that being said, Tom uh, Hopkins, a famous world's famous sales trainer, talked about finding something you love so much. So this is going to be a, again, a culmination of everything that we have time to cover in a 25 minute podcast. I'm trying to condense down now nine days of learning into 30 minutes. It took us like two and a half hours to debrief. Yes, it did. So I'm not going to be able to cover everything, but and I'm not going to cover the intimacy of what we talked about in the summit, because there's a level of intimacy that you get when you're sitting down with super achievers. And I mean, some major super achievers that you don't get from the public statements they make from the books they write. I mean, you'll hear the highs and you hear some of the lows, but when you hear the real lows, it makes you feel better as an entrepreneur to know that you're not the only one going through what you're going through and that you can come out on the other side. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot of humility in those settings Yeah, that a lot of times people don't see. They only want to see the glitz and the glam. And once again, that's something that we're not about. So right. to be in that environment and to see the humility and the pride to be minimized and no ego is the reality. Thing. Yeah. And there are some egos. I'm not going to lie. There were some egos there. So, <laughs> you know, but again, they're minimized because they're there for the benefit of themselves learning 
and for the benefit of others. Oh, that's really important. The fact that you said they're there for the benefit of themselves to learn. Yeah. Meaning that they're still willing to learn no matter how far they have become. That's right. I mean, Robert Kiyosaki is famous for walking into a room with his notebook, his pen, his highlighters, taking notes just like he's a student. Right. In the same audience you're in. It's a learning event. So why would somebody pay for a cruise like this? It's a very valid question because I get that a lot. And one of the best things, even seminars, conferences you go to, specifically learning conferences. One of the things that I heard from our good friend Kyle Wilson, Jim Rohn's 18-year business partner, is it's not for the knowledge or the information. It's for the transference of feelings that happens in those events. And we've talked about this before on the podcast, but I can't tell you how much energy was transferred between the people in the room when we're doing a book study with Robert Kiyosaki, when we're doing a cash flow game with other super achievers, when you're sitting down at dinner with a guy who lost $20 million in a year and $5 million below that and made it back, came back. Like if you lose $20 million that, that you just made, you made 20 million in less than three years to lose it all and $5 million more, be in the hole by $5 million. If you get back to zero, you should be happy. Yes. And if you get above zero, what she has, you're doing even better. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big deal. And that energy would be similar to, say, like watching an AFC championship game and how, you know, exciting everyone is for that event to take place. Yeah. And here's the difference. If you're watching the AFC game in person or if you're watching the Super Bowl in person, you get a different feeling than if you're watching it on TV. Yeah. Some of it can be transferred. Right. But you won't feel the real power unless you're in the stadium. You're sitting in the house. Because it's a vibration that goes through your body. There was something that Robert Kiyosaki said while we were there that even to this second, I tried to tell Keisha about. And it's not something that can be conveyed because he said it in a way that pierced your soul and in, in a good way. And I'm going to tell you what he said. He said, I am a wealthy man. In context, that sounds like he's saying something that everybody knows. But he talked about the be, the do, and the have. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, he's going to write a book uh, that comes out in April, April 9th, I believe. It's called Fake. If you haven't checked it out, pre-ordered it, I'd do that right now. Pre-order. It comes out April 9th. Yeah, check it out because he talks about in his book, The Be Doing the Have. And then he talks about how he had outer body experiences when he crashed his helicopter in the middle of the ocean and how it took him four hours to get back to the aircraft carrier. Or, you know, all of these things that you go through. And then he says something like, I am a wealthy man. And again, without context, it sounds just like some words. But when I tell you, The way he said that pierced you in a way that I have never heard a person say something before. It it was different. That's all I can say. So anyway, let's give you some real life tactical things that you can take away from this podcast rather than just make you think that I'm just going to brag about the the cruise I went on. I really want to give something back and it's going to help me re-educate myself. Right. So, you know. Again, Robert Kiyosaki talked about the team, okay? Now, there are three basic components to a team, three people. 
that you need to have on the, on your team. One is your CPA, one is your attorney, and one is your bookkeeper. And this is to help you execute. That's right. In your business. Yeah. You bring that team together weekly, monthly, um, probably no less than bi-monthly, and you talk about the problems you're having. Mm-hmm. And you don't hold back. You're transparent. Talk about the problems and let the professionals solve the problems that you're having. Exactly. I mean, it's important to understand also that we do not know everything. And so having the proper team in place helps you to achieve those goals that may seem a little bit hazy at first. That's right. And being honest with them. We talked about not being able to have happiness without being truthful and accurate. You have to be truthful and accurate with your team. Yes. Because that's the only way if you come in humility with no ego. He he talked about how his rich dad didn't come with an ego. Because if you come with an ego, you think you got it all. You got it all together. And if you come with that mindset, you won't gain anything from the team that you put brought around you. And it's hard to find that team. Yeah. You know, he talked about how Rich Dad brought in so many different people. And if they were there to only sell him something, he'd kick him out of the circle. Yeah. They should be there to educate first and then get paid. Yeah. Help you achieve the goal that you're setting out to be. And it's hard to do. It is very hard to do. But it is something that you should be relentless in pursuing. Yeah. I know after we got back off the ship, that was one of the things we talked about. What is it that we can do to implement the things that were said immediately? Mm -hmm. And it was a lot that had to do with team. Yeah. If you look at um, Robert Kiyosaki's BNI Triangle, it has team on one side, mission on the bottom, and leadership on another side. If you have your team in place, you have to be able to lead them. And in order to lead them, they have to have a mission to follow. And without a team, leadership, and a mission, the products, the systems, the cash flow, none of it will come to fruition because you won't be able to complete anything of substance on the BNI side of the triangle. This is very, very true. You also got to make sure as you're creating the team that they also understand what the mission is. That's right. Because sometimes you can have the team and you can give them the task and they're not fully understanding, well, well, what is the purpose? That's right. Make sure you explain what that is to the team. You know, it says it in the Bible. It says, write the vision, make it plain upon table so he that read it can run with it. That's the mission. And Robert Kiyosaki talks about the mission being spiritual. Knowing your mission is what gives you life. What will you be willing to give your life for? And when you figure that out, your mission, that's when you get close to God. That's powerful. Yeah. Moving on. One of the things that was mentioned in the conference is, you know, when you're playing the game of business and life, there's two different types of mindsets. There's those kinds of people who are they're not playing to win. And then there's the people that are playing not to lose. Let that set in for a minute. There's people that are not playing to win. And then there's people that are playing not to lose. It's like defense and offense. Defense, you are playing not to lose. Right. Every once in a while, you'll score on defense, but it's really tiring. Yeah. To continually fight the offense. And then when you're playing to win, that's offense. So you're going offensively driving down the field to go and make a score. Right. So when you are actually playing to win, you're on the offensive. And it's okay to have a defense 
because, you know, one of the statements is defense wins games. Right. But your defense is not as important in business as your offense is. Mm. That's my interpretation. You know, it's our podcast, so I have the right to, you know, say what our interpretation is. But I'm going to say this. If you're not playing to win and you're playing not to lose, you're not in the right mindset. Yeah. You need to be playing to win. And (laughs) that goes into a lot of the things we learned about. So this cruise, I heard, because this was my first time, went a lot into the spiritual. Mm. It went deep into the mind. And we've been talking about this for the last couple of weeks. But when you start to think about who you need to be, who you need to become to be the entrepreneur that you need to be, it can be difficult because a lot of times that involves setting up structures and then leaving the security of a job. That was a conversation I had with a lot of people like, man, leaving the security of a job was one of the hardest things or is the hardest thing for me to do. Yeah. You're constantly dependent upon that security. Yeah. Which is really false. I mean, to be honest, it's false. It's all false. We watched the movie The Matrix in uh, on the cruise, which was very interesting. It, it was, you know, a fun movie to watch, but it was because we were trying to gain a perspective of what's real and what's not. And the reality is there is no such thing as reality. Right now, we're all here to create the life we want based off of the principles that have been given to us by this world and by God, you know, the spiritual and the physical laws that are in place in the world. Right. But the reality is we put our own rules on ourselves that limit us from actually going to where we want to go. We put our own limitations on ourselves and we'll say one day I will. Why not today? Oh, well, I'm not ready. Hmm. That's a limitation you put on yourself. Yeah. That's not a spiritual law. That's your law. Right. So with me, so for a lot of you all who don't know, and I'm not sure I've ever openly said it on the podcast because I don't say it a lot at all, but I work a full time job still. All the things I have done so far have been on the side. Why? Because I was scared to quit a job because of what it might cost me in the end. And I'm saying this now because I want to free somebody from the fear of what it means to quit a job. Because I'm the biggest believer that, uh, or I was the biggest believer that a job is going to bring the security I needed to take care of my family. Yeah. But there's a quote that I learned a long, long time ago. It said, know from whence you came. For if you know from whence you came, there's no limits to where you can go. And I meditated on that quote for years and years and years. And one of the things that I learned in my family history is that my parents, my grandparents have always been scared that they wouldn't be able to take care of their kids. That's real deep, especially when you think about um, the purpose of where you're going. Right. I think it's really important for you to understand your history. That's right. In order to make the changes to accomplish what it is you're trying to do. To break the family curse. Yes. Now, one of the things that I, I have been guilty of, and I've said this before, is that I was always scared that if I took a big risk, I wouldn't be able to take care of my kids. Yeah. 
And I really had to free myself of this because there's skills that I've learned over the last several years that will allow me to never have to worry about taking care of my kids. Because here's the deal. If you don't have any skills, you will struggle. But I have certain skills that I've acquired from reading six and seven hundred books, from attending seminars, hundreds of thousands of dollars in seminars. You know, I went all in and, you know, Keisha and I, we agreed we were going to go all in. If we're going to do this thing, we're going to go 100 percent all in. We're going to learn as much as we can to really change this thing. Now, the real estate guys are all about education for effective action. You have to still take the action after you get the education. And that's where I'm at right now. So, you know, at this point. In my life, I've worked a full-time job and hustled on the side, and I've done some pretty interesting and amazing things on the side, and I'm going to be the first to say that I'm okay with patting myself on the back for that. Keisha has done some interesting and amazing things, working full-time as a mom, working full-time in the career, and then working full-time as a mom again. Yes. And it's now come to the point where, how are we going to make the spiritual jump? Because it's no longer physical, it's no longer mental, it's no longer uh, emotional. Because we have the emotional intelligence to fight through it. We have the physical and we have the mental smartness to get to where we need to go. Now it's all about spiritual. How much faith are we rooted in? That's big. All we can do is work on right now, this moment. That's right. And based upon what we're putting in right now, allowing the spiritual to take place to let that outcome come about. That's right. And and here's the deal. There's no up without a down. There's no win without a loss. There's no positive without a negative. There is nothing in life that doesn't have a counter to it. Everything is in plural. Yeah. Everything, there's no assets without liabilities. There's only one asset that we talked about on the cruise, and I agree until somebody rebutes the argument. There's only one asset that is non-counter, not attached to counterparties, that's not plural, and that's gold and silver. Totally agree with that. <laughs> it's gold and silver. Yes. It, we we uh, established at the conference that that's God's currency. Yeah. Because it comes from the earth, and there's nothing attached to it right. that everybody can own, by the way, and there's nothing attached to it that will cause its value to decrease or increase. It's been established and alive since the be- almost the beginning of time. Yes. And it's everyone in the world has access to it. And everyone in the world has established its value as being the thing that if something goes wrong, that's what we'll, go, we'll revert back to. Whether that's the case or not, that's the thing that everybody in the back of their mind says, well, we have gold and silver if the dollar ever failed. Right. We have gold and silver if the euro ever failed. Right. We have gold or silver if the yen ever failed. Exactly. So, you know, it's all of those things. And that's what we talked about while we were there on the summit. I'm going to give you something to follow back on, something that will hopefully, uh, you know, shore this thing right on up. Again, I cannot possibly cover what needs to be covered in 30 minutes. Um, so with that being said, let's wrap this thing up. Okay. So, you know, I, I heard a story. Um, while I was on the summit of sea that I came home and told Keisha and, you know, uh, it was from Chris Martinson. And if you don't know who Chris Martinson is, uh, it's Chris Martinson, Adam Taggart. They're the founders of Peak Prosperity. They wrote the book, uh, The Crash Course and the book Prosper. And they were at the conference and Chris Martinson gave a story about, he gave a story about exponential growth. 
And I want to tell the story to you so that it can give you an idea and a little motivation so that you know whenever you feel like giving up to power on through. Yes. So here's the story. It goes something like this. Imagine that there were two people, one person at the bottom of a stadium. Let's just use the New York Yankees stadium as an example. And just imagine that that stadium was covered up. It was completely covered and it was uh, all the openings were closed off. Yes. And there was someone else, let's just say a significant other, handcuffed to the very, very top inside of the New York Yankees stadium. And you had this eyedropper, this magic eyedropper, and you had a thimble at the bottom of the stadium on the pitcher's mound. And you drop one drop of water from this magical eyedropper into the thimble. How long would it take if that drop doubles every minute for the New York Yankee Stadium to be filled completely and for the person at the top to drown? You know how long, Keisha? Yeah, I know. Okay. So let's let's go for it. So a lot of you all would guess probably what, a day? Maybe twenty four hours. Or... I've heard four hours. It's between fifty and fifty one minutes to fill the stadium if the drop doubled every minute. The most powerful part is at what point is the stadium 25% full and you don't even realize you're in trouble. So knowing that it takes 50 minutes, you would think, you know, a quarter of that time. Yeah. You think like 15 15 minutes, minutes. right? Yeah. 45 minutes between when the drop turned into a quarter of the stadium full, it only takes five to six minutes for a quarter to reach 100%. Imagine that. I mean, I really want you to take that and think about it. So if you don't realize right now, keep at it because you never know. Remember, this whole thing that we experience, life, money, business, it's all made up. Yeah. It is a creation of our own doing. So much information learned today that I hope our listening audience was able to take something of value from that. I would say the main message from today is to keep pushing. That's right. And have a team. Yes. See you next time. See you next week. Thank you for listening to Real Life Real Equity Podcast. If you would like to ask the hosts a question or be exposed to our podcast audience, visit our website at realliferealequity.com and submit a request. Again, that's realliferealequity.com. Or send us an email at info at realliferealequity.com. Again, that's info at realliferealequity.com. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next week right here on Real Life Real Equity Podcast.